Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, I'm Kat, mom of three and founder of Ritual, the company setting a new standard in the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I remember staring at my prenatal vitamins and thinking, what's in this stuff? All I found were vitamins high in heavy metals and lacking in the very essential nutrients we need. So we scoured the world for the best quality ingredients, backed by clinical studies, third-party tested, and Ritual's Essential Prenatal was born. Join our family of skeptics with 40% off your first month when you visit ritual.com slash podcast. The Celebrity Jobber Podcast with Jeff Zito. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, give a five-star rating, and leave a review. Check out all our past episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you pod. What if these celebrities weren't famous? What would they have become? What was their first job? We're about to find out. You know our next guest from the WWE? He's on uh, Monday Night Raw, member of the Judgment Day stable, former one-time Ring of Honor World Television Champion, our guest this week on Celebrity Jobber, professional wrestler, Damian Priest. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing, brother? I'm doing all right. How are you? Oh, pretty good. So how did you get in this uh, crazy business? Oh, man, it's a long road right there. So. I know. I bet it. I bet it is a long road. I bet you it's a good story, though, because I always, you know, look, I was a big fan of of wrestling when I was uh, a kid. And I'm still a fan of it now because, you know, I have kids and it like, you know, you, you start watching it with them again. But what did you think you were going to do? Like, what did you aim to do when you were younger? What were you going to do? Oh, well, I mean, I was a fan like, like yourself, and uh, I remember a buddy of mine in high school, we always talk about, you know, making it one day, you know, becoming wrestlers, and it was just the idea of that, you know, being that larger-than-life character, the superheroes, supervillains, and, and uh, I used to uh, fight in martial arts, and when it didn't look like there was much of a future in that, I wasn't sure what I was going to do, and my buddy was like, hey, let's do this wrestling thing. Cause to me, I was like, how? Do we just show up and say, right. I want to wrestle? yeah. And he was like, no, like anything else, you got to go to a school and train and learn. And I was like, okay. So he found one. In, and at the time, I was living in North New Jersey. Uh, he found one in South New Jersey. So it was a couple hours away. But I would go two or three times a week to go train. And um, little by little like that. And then started doing little independent shows, you know, wrestling for <laughs> zero money. Or right. Maybe a hot, hot dog. or <laughs> Right. Know, if I got lucky, I'd get a few dollars for gas, you know, five bucks or something. And this went on for years and uh, a lot of tough roads, you know, where, you know, I, at one point I was living in the street basically because I didn't have anything, you know, and uh, go food shopping at dollar stores. Right. That it had nothing. So it, it was definitely tough because it's not rewarding, you know, at first. It, it's actually, you, you said it like a rock star. I, I compare it to that because, you know, when, when bands are, or, or artists are trying to make it, you know, they struggle. They're, they're working for nothing just to get noticed and an opportunity. So that's basically the same. It's the same thing in that sense. You know, you're not wow. really making anything. You're doing it just to get noticed. Hopefully somebody just happens to be there. And, and at the same time, you're getting experience and, and getting your reps in. But let's rewind and tell me where you're from and what kind of job maybe your your mom and dad had. So I'm, I'm from I was born in New York, but I was raised in Puerto Rico. And then you know, my parents split. 
So my mom had taken me to Puerto Rico um, when I was really young, and then she had gotten sick, so that I moved back with my dad in New York, in the Bronx, um, and then he used to own martial arts schools. Oh, okay. And, yeah, that was his main thing at the time, and uh, that's, he trained me, and, and I used to fight in tournaments and whatnot, and, and I was really... It's pretty good, but at the time, martial arts didn't really seem like it had a future. Like UFC was still it's starting off, so right? It, it was like one of those things that it was illegal everywhere. So um, you really didn't think there was a future in fighting, you know? Unless sure. Boxing, which I didn't do, um, so they didn't really have much. And then uh, one thing led to another. My father ended up closing down the martial arts schools and changed uh, career path, and then he got into construction. I really wasn't big into that. So no, yeah. It, it was like, what do I do now? Right. Yeah, so so I chose the path of uh, wrestling. Well, I can see it now, you know. I mean, look, a lot of people, you know, a lot a lot of times things just happen, you know, and and but then there's a lot of time that you're you're steered in that direction because of, you know, your family and I can d- definitely see the connection now. Um yeah. do you ever do you ever think about UFC? Damien, now that, you know, I mean, you're, you're successful in the WWE, do you ever think about maybe it's, I mean, you can really fight. So it's funny, right before I got signed to the WWE, I was considering doing a, a cage fight. You know, I met a promoter and he was like, you know, we'll, we'll hook it up. And, and I really considered it. I, and I was like, I remember my buddy, Matt Riddle, who used to fight in UFC. Yeah. I was like, Yo, you'll help train me and get me a good camp and get me some good coaches and whatnot. And he was like, absolutely. So I was like, you know what? I think I could do this because I used to, you know, spar with him, and he used to take me to uh, some some uh, schools where he would do like seminars, and so I'd get down with fighters, and he was like, yeah, you can still do this. And I was like, all right, so I'll give it a shot. <laughs> um, but then, you know, I got an opportunity. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to give this up. <laughs> okay. So let me let's talk about like what your big break was because you're just talking about finding a wrestling school, you know, down in the Jersey Shore and you're, you know, wrestling for hot dogs, you're living on the streets basically. I mean, things it was a rough road, but tell me about that phone call or just that big break that kind of changed it all for you. You know, it's crazy. So around 2010, I had a trial with WWE. And I wasn't ready. I was out of shape. And, you know, I was one of those that I blamed everybody else for it. And I obviously didn't get hired. Um, and then I kept on doing the same thing. And I was, when I mean I was out of shape, I was really out of shape. I, I was about a three, 365. Wow. Okay. I didn't go to the gym at all. Wow. Whatsoever. So I was not in good shape. And, uh, but I didn't understand why I wasn't getting opportunities. And one day it just clicked. You know, it was like, this is my dream. Why am I not working to my fullest for my dream. Nobody else is going to do it, you know? Right. Um, and, I mean, it was like a, a light switch. From one day to the next, I just changed my whole life. I, I I had a job where I was set. I was running a club in Atlantic City, New Jersey, and basically had a free apartment, free car. And I was like, you got my two weeks' notice. I don't want to do this anymore because they wanted me to not wrestle on the weekends and just be there. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. So I was like, well, now I really got to give it my all. And uh, then in 2015, I got another tryout, and I, I came in shredded and in really good shape, and everybody liked me, and it was good, but there was nothing for me at the time. And uh, I ended up signing with another company uh, that gave me an opportunity. And again, the following year, I called WWE to see if there was anything, and they were like, no. So I kind of gave up on that dream of working for WWE, but wow. I was okay with it. I was okay with, you know, I'll still wrestle. I'll still be okay, you know, and uh I'll just be positive about it. You know, whatever comes my way, I'll, I'll take it. 
a year later, I get a phone call. Um, hey, uh, you are you still in the contract? No. Okay, we'd like to give your number to so and so and see if you'd like to come in and work for us. Wow. And I was like, is this for real? You know, I I, I was like, is this a joke? Because it's just not funny. Right. Um, and that's how it happened, and it, and it happened really fast. And you know, from- I was working for Ring of Honor, and I was their television champion. And then and, and WWE wants to sign me, and I, I wasn't working on the contract at that time. So I did an all-in event, which is, I guess, AW, right. while being the Ring of Honor television champion signed to WWE. <laughs> wow. I mean, and it, that's, I mean, it's just like all the hard work pays off for, you know, it, it's not like luck either because, you know, you hear a lot of guys and it's like, yeah, my lucky break or whatever. But it's, it's not because, you know, you've been preparing for this moment. Uh, you know, your whole life, and then all of a sudden that phone rings or whatever it is, that one thing happens that, that changes your life forever. Yeah. So, you know, what next? What, what do you think, Damien? What, like, what do you think after the WWE? I mean, you know, you, you could do it for a long time. I mean, you're, you know, me and you were close to the same age, so, you know, I don't consider myself a young man, but uh, no, you, you got some time. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I know I'm not a young man, but the world is different now and athletes are different. And I like I don't feel I, I feel younger than I did 10 years ago, especially the fact that I'm, you know, the, the, the weight I lost and you know that I train all the time now. Right. It's a completely different animal. Um, so, I, yeah, I, I don't see. And this is there's no end in sight right now. You know what I mean? Like, right. I'm not even thinking that. So. But after, when it's all done, I don't, you know, it's one of those things that I'm not sure, but I love this business. So whatever I do, I'm probably going to stay involved in this business somehow, whether it's coaching, producing, something. But I, I feel like I'd have to stay in the business just because it's, I love what, I love the company. I love what I do. Um, and there's nothing, nowhere else I'd rather be. And I can tell you, there's, there's a spot for you probably in the business because from the time I, you know, had my relationship with the WWE and I, they bring me, uh, you know, in the, into the ring to, you know, announce some of the matches or, or whatever. I, you know, I'd be greeted by, you know, the late uh, Howard Finkel, a uh, ring announcer. I'd, I'd go backstage. I'd see uh, Pat Patterson, uh, you know, doing something. I'd see all these legendary guys having a role with the company somehow. So it was like so fun for me to go backstage as a wrestling fan and see some of the older guys, the guys that I grew up with, the guys that... I watched in the 80s, all kind of still in that WWE fraternity, and they have some kind of role with the company. I just, I think, uh, I think you're you're in the right spot to where you'll be working with them. That's the goal, <laughs> and it is pretty cool, you know, getting to see because I, I go through it now, and I have all these people that I grew up watching, and I'm there, you know, I work with them in the backstage and whatnot, and it's pretty neat. Who is your best friend or, you know, like the guy that you'll hang around with the most uh, at at uh, at work? Well, I mean, I got a little bit of a faction, so uh, the, the judge. Uh, <laughs> those are my people, you know. I, if anything, Rhea Ripley, she's like my best friend. Really? To be honest. But, uh, but Dominic and Finn Balor as well, um, those are my people. We're always... You know, traveling together and uh, like literally inseparable. You know, even when we're home, we're like last night. I was just at Finn Balor's house. You know, celebrating his birthday. So we uh, we we stick together. It's pretty cool. Um, 
And then outside of the Judgment Day, I you know, I have my buddies, you know, where Austin Theory and Matt Riddle, right, you know, and a few a few others that we usually travel together and and hang out um, when we're not beating each other up in the ring. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny to know that uh, you know reality. You know, I, I you know I guess it it uh, reality imitates. You know, what do they say? Uh, fiction imitates. I don't know what the saying is, but it's fun to see that in real life. Uh, you know, uh, Damien Priest is kind of the same guy. Got same, kind of, you know, hanging around with the, kind of the same people. I think that's kind of cool, man. Um, yeah, you're a cool. You're a cool guy, man. Um, I really appreciate you uh, you coming on, and um, you know, best of luck. I I really uh, I think you're going to go a long way. I I just um, again love this business, and I I love talking to you guys, and. Um, I love to hear the the struggle, you know, that uh, everybody has a different story, you know. The Miz, the his, his story is yeah. different than yours, you know. Yeah, and in this business, everybody's got their own struggle. Yes, everybody definitely has their own struggle. Great talking to you, Damien. Thanks so much. Uh, I appreciate your time. So before wrestling, Damien Priest was a mixed martial artist. His dad owned some mixed martial arts studios uh, in uh, New York or New Jersey. Uh, that was what his father's job was. And uh, Damien's job was basically he, he trained. He trained as a, a mixed martial artist and won two national championships in full contact martial arts. He said after his dad closed the uh, studios down, he kind of went into construction and uh, Damien didn't seem too interested in construction. So he figured he'd go full bore into this wrestling thing. Now, when he was working at a club in Atlantic City, New Jersey, he said everything kind of clicked. He said, I got to really focus on my dream. And then, of course, the call, his big break actually happened. And that's it. A phone call out of the blue. If not for that call, maybe Damien still working at that club in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Or who knows? Uh, you might see him on the UFC. Kind of not a big thing when he was first getting going, but uh, it sure is now. Everybody's got a story. And if not for that big break, who knows what would have happened to Luis Martinez, a.k.a. Damien Priest, from the Judgment Day stable, the WWE Hey, thanks again for listening. Please, if you like this podcast, give us a five-star rating, leave a review, follow us on Instagram, Celebrity Jobber Podcast, past episodes up on CelebrityJobber.com, and we'll dedicate this episode to the late, great Bray Wyatt, incredible wrestler who just recently passed away at the age of 36. Such a tragedy. Rest in peace, my good man. Until next time, this is the Celebrity Jobber Podcast. I'm Jeff Zito. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.